0: Welcome back to another episode of Stories from a Mountain Town. This is your host, Tyler, and today I'm coming to you from the bowels of Jackson Hole Stillworks Distillery. We're literally in the back here where all the stuff's being made. Um, With me, I have Chaz and Trav from Jackson Hole Stillworks. Guys, welcome. Hey, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having us. Owners, partners, proprietors of of Stillworks. Um, If you guys want to talk a little bit about the, the company, that'd be great.
1: Yeah, sure, man. Well, Go for it, uh, yeah. Uh, so, what is Stillworks? What's that? What is Jackson Hole? <laughs> what Stillworks? is what? Oh, uh, well, from a very basic standpoint, looking around, it looks like it might just be a small craft distillery yes. located <laughs> in the heart of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're a cool little uh, craft distillery that we make everything from scratch. We're a grain-to-bottle distillery, uh, using all regional ingredients. Uh, Chaz and I are damn good buddies. I've uh, been good friends for goddamn 20 years, man. 20 years. Yeah, yeah. and uh, like yesterday. Yeah, just mm-hmm. uh, started this up that's been six and a half years ago that we kind of started it up yeah. um, and then we've been full operation for five years and, um,
2: and we're still friends
1: and we're still <laughs> friends amazing right yeah uh, super small crew you know just a couple it's obviously us uh, working every day but then we've got uh, you know two guys working for us and um, yeah it's making making good hooch man yeah yeah you know? putting
2: down hooch, barrels and having fun getting creative it's it's sort of the nature of the business and where we started was we wanted to source all of our grains as much as possible from within Wyoming, um, really as much as we could from within Wyoming, and, and, uh, and then just kind of craft delicious spirits from wonderful, wonderful base grains.
0: Yeah, and cool. um, so you guys do a vodka, a regular gin, and then a double cask gin are the three spirits you're doing right now. Yeah, those are
1: the three that are available. uh well the double cast gin is soon to not be available we're running Mm. out of it but we don't worry we're making more uh it just takes uh takes a while uh but we've laid down a bunch of rye whiskey as well a little bit of bourbon some other kind of funky cool things that have you telling you about have you (laughs) publicly stated the rye whiskey yet we haven't no we don't we don't deny that it's in existence uh (laughs) but you know it's like Uh, it's, it's just kind of out. It's just doing its thing, sitting in its barrels. It's been there for getting close to a year. It's going to be in there for at least another one, you know? Yeah. I don't know if I'm getting the
0: boys in trouble with this, but one of the Fridays that I was here, you guys were gone. We may have sampled it. Oh wow! Oh. Jeez, yes. God. it was delicious. I've never had like a from the barrel whiskey. It
1: was amazing. That is awesome. I'm glad great. you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. We, we tasted all the barrels actually. Uh, just it was just like two weeks ago. Just like yeah, yeah. two weeks ago. Um, yeah. And we're stoked, man. I mean, yes. it, we're really happy with how they're coming along. So they're progressing well. It's
0: do you fun. do you prefer um, making one of any of the three spirits that you're doing? I think is that when we started,
2: I mean, really kind of the the nature of a small craft distillery startup is that you go for the unaged spirits category. And yeah. um, we spent a lot of time working on vodka um, mm-hmm. because we wanted to create a vodka that we really liked and we didn't have a whole lot of them out there that we did. So yeah. um, we spent a lot of time with that and that gave us a lot of our foundation on, on, on distilling and you know mashing different grains. We both had a lot of brewing. Travis has a ton of wine background. Um, so getting into it you know, with both feet and really you know, digging in to, to try and learn the process, I think when we progressed to gin, it was like, yes. Like we were, we were excited to get to gin. We love making the vodka, but the gin gave us another creative component with adding botanicals. And I think as we go into more and more spirits, whether that's rye or bourbon, and we're gonna do a weeded whiskey, and maybe a couple, a couple other styles. I think it just revs up the creative energy mm-hmm. a little bit more. Um, it's not that we, we're very passionate about what we do, but I think that um, something new is always exciting. You know, yeah. it's always something fun to kind of change up the program a little bit. So the more we get into that, I think um, we'll find those,
0: you know, creative juices flowing. Yeah, more. and I think just from our conversations about the
1: process, does vodka have some more? Um, like like standards that you kind of have to stick to when you make it yeah or? that's uh like kind of like what jazz was um alluding to is uh and what you're what you're saying is you know vodka is uh a pretty strict spirit it ha it, yeah. it, it there's not you know there's variation on what the base material is that you're making it out of obviously we're using wyoming grown corn and oats um, you know there's uh you know wheat vodka potato vodka and all these things but you have to distill it out to one hundred and ninety proof in order for it to be considered vodka, yeah, and so that when you're distilling something that far and that deep uh, you're gaining almost pure ethanol mm-hmm. uh, so that's there's not as much variance to work with there, whereas when we got to start making gin it's the the cool thing about gin is that it truly is the expression of the distiller there's yeah. you know there's very little. Uh, government regulation on flavor compounds. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it has to have juniper in it, and that's about it. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. So I think
2: the definition is it has to ha- uh, be. It's like a majority. Majority, of yeah, yeah, it's majority juniper, which Just, everybody plays with, and there's very citrus-heavy styles and yeah. other flavor compounds that people play on more heavily. Um, we kind of played the happy medium before w- between that sort of classic London dry and sort of the new American style where we do have those florals and citrus notes and a hint of cinnamon on the back, uh, which is really fun, but it has juniper backbone.
0: I didn't realize great. you had cinnamon in there. I was I had the um, Absorca the other day mm-hmm. and I had it, I was just like trying it with different stuff and I had it with some, um, I can't remember, but it it almost finished like a cinnamon whiskey. And I was like, mm. is that cinnamon? Am I getting a little bit of spice from the cinnamon there? Yeah, like, what it's is just that? Just a little Spies. bit of holiday
1: spice on the tail end there. And I, was,
0: I didn't realize it was that in there. I was like, that's weird. Yeah. Maybe I'm just
1: had too much of it. I'm tasting weird <laughs> yeah. shit. So that sounds like you had the right amount. Yeah. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah the yeah. botanical base on that was pretty simple. Um, very robust in terms of all of the botanicals that we used to create it. But we, we felt like um, going into barrels Certainly, uh, freshly dumped whiskey barrels that—that that the botanical side was going to have to hold up against uh, a lot of age and a lot of wood and all these other yeah. things. So we still wanted those things to come through, but that cinnamon side kind of transformed a little bit into that um, kind of nutmeggy, clove, allspice, holiday yeah. side to it. Um, it's good at all times of the year, <laughs> not just in the fall and mm-hmm. uh, winter. But it—it it really kind of did its own thing, and there's and. and those flavors are not anything that have to do with um, the botanicals other than the cinnamon. Yeah. So it's, it's really interesting to see how other flavors come out in the aging process with that. And, and we've had a lot of people uh, comment on that and say, Oh, I get this. And we're like, well, great. Cause it's not in the, in the botanicals that we put in it, but we're glad you're getting it. Yeah. You're, you're enjoying it. So it's sort of fun though.
1: Yeah. yeah it's just so cool how, spirits change in uh, oak barrels over time yeah you know, that's uh, you you put in this crazy heavy botanical gin that we made for the absorka and then you taste the absorka if you were to taste the two like the unaged versus the finished product I mean you they're indiscernible
3: you yeah. Know, you, yeah you cannot no <laughs> yeah there's almost yeah. no
1: connection because there's just so much chemical reactive process that happens uh, in the barrel over the year and a half that it takes to to age the, the spirit so yeah
0: I like how you said the chemical process because it's so much of a, a combination of an art and a science True. the art is the creativity of like what what botanicals like botanicals an art, artistic word what floral things are we going to put in here what flavor pattern do we want in the or palette do we want in this and then the science of like look at all these these machines around us like this is very, this looks like a, like an evil, an evil scientist Yeah, right here. Yes. Just a drunk scientist yeah. laboratory. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> scientist. <laughs> let's just get, let's be honest. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah that's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and I, you, you guys are here when I sent those, uh, the bottles to my parents or my, my mom and my stepdad in Minnesota. Oh yeah. They're yeah. already planning like a, a cul-de-sac gin party oh, in, in the cool. driveway. Yeah. Sweet. Because nice. Minnesota is not one of the states you guys sell to yet. Right. Not yet. Not yet. So, mm-hmm. love to, and I, and I think one of the neighbors has actually had Absorka. Before oh really? randomly like I don't know if they've huh. been here or wow, something cool. but he's like a huge gin guy oh so he's had it and so they're planning a big gin party oh and wow that's gonna so, be cool yeah I wonder if
2: that's from Johnny and Margaret. my sister and brother in law live in Excelsior yeah yeah and so I don't know I don't know maybe they were over at their house or, or they something. could be
1: they friends have of, I know could, they have a bunch could of be people. friends <laughs> of the Nelsons too because they, they, oh that's they true yeah a bunch too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah maybe Nelson he just could.
0: traveled somewhere that he found it I don't know yeah but yeah um what was I was gonna ask you guys something else
2: sort of fun to think about how our products being in such a tourist town like filter their way into so Everywhere. many other places yeah, that yeah. we're not uh-huh. really distributing and and people come in and, and we've got harvest host is one of the things that we're part of and we mm-hmm. so we get rvers in here a couple of them a night that you know take off and they have our stuff and they go tell their friends and yeah we get a lot of phone calls there's hey, your sales hey, team. How can right i get there? some more of this yeah. how can i get some more which is It
1: is pretty much like a grassroots sales team.
0: (laughs) Could you explain um, Harvest Host to the audience?
2: Oh, sure. Yeah. Harvest Host is a membership program that uh, people sign up for, and I think it's like 70 or 80 bucks a year, and Mm -hmm. they have a whole list of different places where people who are traveling around the country can stay, and a lot of them are farms and wineries and even breweries and, of course, distilleries like us. Golf,
0: um, golf courses. Golf uh, courses. The Lynx is doing it. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's yeah. a cool – That's a sick spot. You're
1: looking at the Grand. Wow. And you're at a golf course. Wow. You just get that's RV good there. to know because people are always asking us yeah. for cool places to stay that, yeah. that we can actually really direct cool. them over there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: yeah. It's a perfect connection to like um like – you'll probably say this, but they're not expected to buy anything from the hosts. Yes. But they're – Encourage. Um, it's encouraged. kind of like yeah.
2: a, it's part of the culture of harvest Hosts. I mean mm-hmm. I guess they're creating their own culture but yeah yeah everybody that comes here they always buy something there's always you know some friend of theirs that likes gin if they don't you know it, there's something for everyone and and anywhere you stop and of course the golf course uh, side would be really cool too because you're waking up and getting the early tea time playing around yeah. and going into the park or whatever yeah. but I, I think that there's uh, it's not you know required, but it's certainly encouraged, which supports local businesses. Like, what's what's so, wrong
1: with that? Yeah, and what's so cool about the Harvest Host thing? Chaz mentioned that it's like 80 ish bucks uh, for a membership. That's for a year. Yeah. I mean, around here, you go to a, you know an RV Virginia, campground yeah. or something Ooh. like that, you're going to pay probably that, if not more, just for. One spot for one night, and you don't really get anything out of it. Uh, I mean, you're yeah. supporting that local business, of course, obviously, but um, you're not. You know, for somebody to come here and park their RV and grab a sloshy and a bottle of booze, yeah. that they're going to enjoy the rest of the rest of their trip, yeah, and, or one night, depending on who they are. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a really cool, really cool organization, and it brings us a lot of business. Yeah, uh, yeah. so it, we're, it is when. When uh, the woman contacted us from Harvest Host to become a Harvest Host, you know, Chaz and I, like, we get hit up with stuff all the time. And we're like, oh, God, we're, we're, this is yeah. going to be, this is going to cost us a bunch of time and money or something like that. And we just could not find the downside of it. And we've been doing it for a year now, and we still can't find the downside of yeah, it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's note, a, it is note- a true win win for both, both sides. Now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And note to Harvest
2: Host members, uh, it recommends a week in advance. I would do as
0: far yeah. in advance as possible, years in advance if possible yeah, for us.
2: Twenty to because we're the only game in
0: town, we get twenty to thirty calls a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been seeing the, the Facebook it's messages incredible. and it's like, hey, we're an hour out. Can yeah. we come h- be at your harvest Host? And then, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't know if that's gonna work.
2: Doubtful. No.
1: Yeah, no. it's tough. Yeah. But
2: people are the fun thing is, and I, you know, you see all the RVs cruising around. These are wonderful people. Who are retired or taking, you know, the first part of the year off with their kids, or and they're they're coming to have a great time. They're fully relaxed and they're they're really interested, genuinely interested in what um, we do. And I'm sure wherever they stay, what those folks are doing. So you get these people that are genuinely excited about learning and couldn't be friendlier. it yeah. couldn't
0: be nicer. It's such people. a good group of people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they come, yeah, they come into whatever area it is, and they're like. That's, like, the perfect moment where they're trying to learn about the area, even if they've been here before. Yeah. But they can roll in, and you guys are resources to the area. They'll be like, hey, we're trying to get some, you know, dinner at this kind of place. Do you know any spots? Yeah. And, like, oh, there's, yeah. you're a resource there for them. Send them across the street to the bird. To the and bird. You take a hike. There's a killer, like, hike right up Wilson Canyon yeah. right here, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. so chill. There was one day I, I rolled up here, and there was a, a harvest person. What do you call them? What do they call the customers on them?
1: Harvest, yeah. <laughs> Harvest Host D host, yeah. host host I don't know. Member. There was uh, an RV in your parking lot. Yeah. Okay. And,
0: yeah, yeah. and I just walked up and we got into like this fifteen minute conversation about our dogs because they're just yeah, like yeah, super interested yeah. in just like whatever. Like I mean, they thought I worked for you like directly, but <laughs> everyone does when when I'm here. But but it's just super cool. They're just like chatting their asses off. It's awesome. That's, That's
1: fun. Yeah, they're great, man. They're great folks. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. um So your your fourth main product oh, right. we, have, we have a couple variations in our hands are <laughs> yes. sloshies Yep. Yeah. um i don't even know we you guys are changing the flavors like every day every week or so as, yeah. as you yeah. get through the batch mm-hmm. um so there's like always the like crush. fruity yep. flavors uh x lover is a spicy kind of a spicy flavor so I'm everything mm-hmm. wonderful um, and we've talked about this before on the podcast and with you guys sloshies are this super interesting dynamic where It's an an alcoholic slushy, yep. Not abnormal to anywhere else, yeah. But for some reason, it's just a Jackson and Hoback, the Jackson Hole
1: thing. It is. It's crazy. Like you, the the people that come in from out of town are, you know, they, they look us up on Instagram or something like that, and they see all these comments about. Oh, best sloshies in town. I don't even know what those are, yeah, but, but they the just show up because they're like, I need to know what a sloshy is. Yeah, it's out yeah, of a yeah, distillery. Yeah. It's got to be good. <laughs> yeah. And then they, and it's, but it is crazy. I mean, there has got to be 30 places that you can get sloshies in this town. For sure. Now know? every restaurant, any bar will do one. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, if you have a, a, a liquor license in this town and you don't do sloshies, you're probably missing out. Yeah. Know? A so, lot of revenue. Yeah. For but sure. that also makes it competitive. So we kind of have to like, we stepped up our game and we use, you know, all, all like fresh ingredients and like real fruit juices, no powdered mixes or anything like that. And obviously like we have pretty good control over the quality of our booze that's going in the product. (laughs) So, you know, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool. It gets a lot. It draws a ton of people to the distillery that would otherwise not know we were here. Yeah. Yeah. And they're delicious. (laughs) Yeah. I'm
2: going to get kudos to Zach and Mike who work for us. And Travis and I played around with sloshies for a little while when we were first kind of, you know, Stepping into that, and and Zach and Mike came along and completely transformed all of our sloshy offerings, and going with classic cocktails and fun new stuff, and kind of yeah, we'll just brainball one in here and sit down and be like, we need to do a winter one or a fall one, and you just kind of are drumming it around your head, and one of the two of them would be like, I got it, yeah, and they'll just like go to work and they'll put it all together and come back and be like, what do you think of this? And it's just. It's fun. So there's another creative aspect of the business is that mm-hmm. we, yeah, you know, have all these products and and we make those um, on the regular and we're being more creative in that space. But the immediate satisfaction is, you know, how how successful is our new sloshy flavor? Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and, and we're always kind of doing fun.
1: like t- trying to collaborate too with uh, with local ingredients too. Like we just mm-hmm. polished off yesterday the uh, you're my boy blue, which was a yeah. really cool um blueberry uh lavender sloshy with our great great gin and uh the main alternative ingredient in there uh was this lavender blueberry jam from roots kitchen and cannery here yeah, in town is okay. yeah, that the one we
0: did the giveaway with? yes exactly yeah.
1: yeah we did that that awesome instagram giveaway that yeah. gal came in by the way and was stoked to have her two free sloshies yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> free sloshies but do that we've done one with uh humble brew awesome like yeah. uh uh, the humble Russian, yeah, yeah, the humble Russian. Oh my God! You make you make a squash so out of that? Yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah, oh, no it's, way, it's, it's it's awesome. I mean, it's like we did, It's a small run because it uses a lot of of the cold brew coffee yeah. that, that these awesome people make. Um, but at the same time, it's just it's. I mean, we put it on and it was gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was that a winter one? It was, yeah, or at least like it was like yeah. I think it was oh, like winter. like yeah. February or something like that where we did that. Yeah, early, something like that. Where do they sell? We'll do humble this fall. Brew. I've never so, seen it. Yeah um
0: is it Albertsons, smith's Where no i selling? think
1: he's got it i think they've got it over at uh at uh whole grocer and there's a bunch of like um Bars i don't have it on tap. Yeah, they've got like they have it on tap over at have, persephone i think and I think they had it at the rose um, i believe but yeah some of the some of the cool shops in town like restaurants and stuff have it yeah like that was it while well, i was editing tap. that video you guys we did with them oh yeah um or him mm-hmm.
0: uh i love a good iced coffee at like you know two in the afternoon that's like my like keep, keep going yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bump a little for bit, the afternoon yeah, yeah. A little ice coffee good. but i i haven't been able to find them yet yeah, yeah there
2: there's a number of different styles but their um holiday one is like fabulous it's you know got some really fun kind of all spicy elements to it and just kind of has that feel of fall and and sort of the christmas season to it but it's good it's probably, year round too really i good mean good with probably <laughs> might be all right with Absorger. yeah yeah, yeah. But, yeah Definitely. they're great and i think the demand on them, everyone loves it, and I think they're just figuring out how to keep up. You know, yeah, with yeah, demand, I mean, which
1: is great. They're just yeah. like canning, yeah. all the time because yeah. that people are freaking out about the stuff. You know? Yeah, uh, their story,
0: I thought similar to you guys and similar to a lot of small businesses here. I really loved that, you know, he moved here to just live the mountain life. Was working as a bartender, doing gigs around town, like a lot of people do here. And then he loved iced coffee and didn't like what there
1: was out there and just started a company. I'm just going to fix it. It's kind of like us with vodka. We didn't like vodka, yeah, yeah, but we drank it because we drank everything. Um, (laughs) So we're like, let's make better vodka. So we think we did, you know, do and continue to do so.
0: So many businesses are like people that come here to live the mountain life. They are not entrepreneurs by trade. They're just like, I like this thing. I want to do, I want to make this thing. And then they just go make a business, a successful business out of it. Yeah. And that's what Jackson is made up yeah. of. It is. And it's so it's cool. It really is. Yeah. I think there's a
2: lot to say about that aspect of, of even just your podcast. Like the, the creative nature of mountain towns and yeah. fulfilling the need because, you know, big city, you got all these options. You can go anywhere and get whatever the hell you want. Mm-hmm. And in mountain towns, you know, usually small populations, ours is about 11,000 people and you know, some of the bigger resorts might have 20 or so, but those folks are looking for things and they're looking for really, you know, locally made products and, and things that are made. Mm-hmm. And those people who fulfill that need have a great story behind all of their, you know, build up of the business. And I yeah. think that's a lot about ours. I mean, we've, we certainly feel that way and we were going to start as a brewery and then, you know, Roadhouse and Melvin and, seven and, breweries started St. here. <laughs> and there's all these like breweries and We're like, well, Maybe we can, you know, divert a little bit towards a distillery, and there wasn't one in the valley, and so we
0: yeah, kind of switched the, gears, right? Yeah. And one it, thing we didn't mention: you're the only
1: distillery here right now.
0: Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. and the only one that ever was here with you was.
1: Wyoming whiskey, right? Yeah, but they're not—they're they're not based in Jackson. They're a Wyoming-based company, Did, obviously. Yeah. They're. But Didn't they're up they in start here though? No, their uh, corporate offices are based here. Oh yeah, uh, yeah but they, uh, they the owners are all around here. They operate um, in. But Kirby, K- Kirby Wyoming, is yeah. where they are. I've driven, cor- I've driven are past,
0: past their spot, and it is—it is, it is oh, out there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's beautiful. It's Dennis's so center, because it's just like a big—their big logo with like the big horns behind it, I think, and it's
1: just—it's out there. Yeah, that's. They make great whiskey, though, man. We're good. Probably this one
0: foot. Square here is as expensive as their entire site. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. That there. definitely <laughs> presents
1: its challenges, as I'm sure, yeah. like you've, uh, with everybody that you've interviewed with your uh, podcast, says it's just like, you know, it, that running a business in a mountain town is always challenging because mm. it's always expensive. Yes. Yeah. Real estate is a killer around here, yeah. you know? Um, so, it's, you know, it offers its financial challenges for sure. And that's yeah. why Chaz and I work every darn day yeah. because like yeah. it's cheaper than hiring somebody. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so if you're talking yeah. barriers to entry, it's
2: not just the leases in the real estate. It mm-hmm. is also about, you know, hiring and, you know, you gotta, you gotta grind it out and, and yeah. figure out how to make your business successful on, um, you know, budgetary constraints. And, and that for us has been, you know, a lot of stress but it, we love what we do so it's mm-hmm. not you know um it's not awful but it's it's you know we'd, we'd like to have a day off or two a week um eventually we, we'll get there. we might even get there soon Who know knows. Knows? Yeah. but yeah that's phone a lot of work phone call, phone call so coming uh,
0: in i think one of the boys will see get it. Oh, okay. this yeah. is what i was telling you guys yeah. so this is perfect so like i said in the oh, intro yeah.
2: wait I, I bet it's harvest okay <laughs> yeah i guarantee this is
0: harvest, harvest, harvest. house check Hi.
1: this out jackson still works this is Travis. <laughs> <laughs> yes it's it's harvest host uh you can actually just pop right in for a tasting we uh we're open from 10 to 6 every day so just swing on by we can't wait to see you you bet bye oh it wasn't harvest host, yeah. no, not not harvest host? Yeah. cool thanks there and he yeah. hammed it up for the camera too. yeah <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> so yeah that's perfect timing i was saying before Love this it. like uh-huh. it's perfect if we get someone to call in or a noise to go off or something to happen while we're doing this because we're in the bowels of it we're in the operations of it you guys are owners of it but you're running it day to day you're creating the stuff you're serving sloshies in the front like you're doing all of it and it's like since you're loving it it's it's really the american dream yeah.
2: i think so yeah yep. i mean it,
0: I, I know so yep. i mean yeah. it's it's it very
2: it's very different um Nowadays, to start a business, it's, it, there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of people out there doing very similar things. And, and there is certainly, you know, the grip it and rip it using golf analogy. But mm-hmm. there's part of it where you have to just sort of, you know, put it out there and and, and take the leap and, and yeah. try to be successful. And for folks that you interview that have small businesses, boy, there are plenty of those leaps. And there's so many times when you're like. I hope this works. I really, you know, like you believe it, you know it, you feel it, you're confident about it. But there's still a part of you in the back of your head that's like, God bless. I hope this yeah. is successful. And there's a lot that aren't, and and uh, and there are a lot that are. But it, it's it's not as um, it's a challenging environment to to start small businesses. And I think that people that do tip of the hat support local. For that exact reason, because most everybody in those small towns is obviously risk a lot, but there's also a lot more than that to lose. So anytime we say every bottle we sell is we're very thankful for every single bottle. And that is very true because it means the difference between them buying a big brand product versus our small craft products. And that for us is,
3: uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's
0: not it pays going. The bills. It really but, pays the bills. Yeah, their bottles here. They're not going to investors. They're not going to a famous person endorsing it. Um, you're keeping this place going when you buy from here, keeping you guys being able to do the activities you love to do here in Jackson, and um, and I liked your point about the the that's kind of that scared moment when you finally put whatever you want to offer as your, as a small business out into the world. I'm I'm facing that too with the marketing stuff. Um
1: yeah, I mean, you're yeah. you should interview yourself. Yeah. You know? I have mean, my partner on here we have
0: talked about it a little bit, but it's like I wanted to for sure say this on here. I wanted we wanted to thank you guys so much for like just letting us do your marketing because, oh yeah, you you guys are the first client we've had that we're able to do everything that we actually want to do, and it's working really well. Yeah. And so we've been preaching this for the two years since we started it to all these businesses who are businesses who are like, Yeah, I want you to do everything but for a nickel. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And we're like, no. We're like, we'll be inexpensive in comparison. Yeah. However, (laughs) we need to (laughs) charge you something. We have two
0: people dedicated to this who both have degrees in this and experience in this. So we need to charge something. Um, But it's been so much fun being able to do everything we've been preaching and see it work. And it's like, it's great that we can provide that service to you guys, but it's reciprocating back to be like, oh, we were
1: right. Yeah. You know? It's so cool. I mean, we we've always wanted to bring someone on to do marketing but you know yeah. it's just it's expensive and it's time consuming and we tried to tried like you know have it, hiring somebody specifically to do it and it just doesn't we can't really afford that person and to have you guys come along and take us through the roof in like 2 I'm months blushing, man yeah, I'm blushing. like 2 months it's been like you look at like you can you can pinpoint the day that you guys started by the ramp up of our Instagram followers. Yes. I mean it is awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's been great. Yeah. yeah, and to your point, I don't think for most small, small businesses it makes sense to have a dedicated in-house person for marketing. Right, cuz mm-hmm. it's so, it's especially expensive. here. Yeah. Like uh-huh. you they yes. they got to make 50 grand right. to live here. Mm-hmm. And I mean I, I'm me, Alex and I are fully supporting your marketing efforts for much less than 50 grand a year. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And you know, so it just doesn't really make sense to have someone in house. The perfect balance in, and we're sad to see Zach have to move away, but the perfect balance is have someone in house who can be a part of it, knows it, can help, Mm -hmm. but then have someone who's like really an expert to drive things um, and kind of work in tandem where Zach could be like, we've done this before. How did it, did it work, didn't work? Yeah. Or um, like I would say, Zach, I can't make it there today. Can you get some sloshy pictures? You know, having that balance where someone that's here every single day and they're doing other stuff to make their employment worth it for you guys. Yeah. They can do marketing and I yeah. can provide expertise with that and kind of reassure his It's thoughts. having that direction.
1: Yeah. Or it's having like you guys give the direction to the liaison at the company yeah, so right. that we're not creating necessarily the content whereas so much or or maybe it's just snapping a photo or something like that but you just tell us what to do and we're like okay boom there you go and then we don't have to deal with it and all of a sudden you know like 50 people show up from like a Google ad (laughs) yeah it's like (laughs) our map
0: our map actions are insane insane we were looking at it it's like it's like 900 map actions since we started yeah which is 900 for those who don't know 900 people saw this Jackson Hole Stillworks ad on Google and then clicked on to get directions
1: to here. So they all That's like nine hundred people came here and spent money yeah. because of you guys. Well, you know, we we have <laughs> marketers we're, we don't, we're batting a thousand. Yeah, yeah that would be nice. Yep. Yeah, but even if
2: you theoretically if they, they did twenty five percent of nine hundred yeah. is a lot of traffic. Mm-hmm. But I think I think kind of going back on what you guys um, first of all starting with a small business of your own right you took the leap you and Alex did and mm-hmm. you guys have a great. Uh, you know, a great business running it. But I think that what you're offering to us and to other small businesses here is a connection to the community, a connection to the messaging. And those things don't come from a big box marketing company that's Mm -hmm. like based in Chicago or New York or Dallas or wherever. But like that's, you're enriched in the community. So when somebody needs to comment on something or when somebody wants to, um, you know, ask a question, you guys are responding on some of those when we can't get to it, that you understand where we are and Mm -hmm. you understand kind of what they're asking about. And that is something that a small marketing business can offer that differentiates you from the big box players. And that's why I think we're finding so much success and I think more people in Jackson, as you guys sort of, you know, the message gets around of what you guys have done for us and Mm -hmm. you know, as that grows, I think people will realize very quickly that you guys have a product that is unlike any other that is rooted right here in town. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. One second. I'm, I'm fixing the camera, folks. I want to say something on that. Cool. Sorry. There we go. Um, yeah. And that's, that's uh, I think that's a big part of our value proposition right now is like I grew up dreaming of living here. And now I'm doing that mm-hmm. and so my like my heart and my soul is in this town and it, mm-hmm. I've only been here for a year and a half so I would never say that I'm like this grizzled veteran of the town i've seen good <laughs> yeah, winners and bad winners i've been paying
2: he is growing a beard thousands yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. this beard, is this is weird to me. i've never
0: done this before guys <laughs> yeah, it's looking good yeah. sir yeah I, yeah it's, we're gonna see him at the end of the bar at the stagecoach yeah you know, on the regular yep. yeah yeah well, i live right i live like uh biking distance from the from the coach so all right good well, yeah, all right well, let's well. go um, <laughs> but so i'm i'm new to the area i've not learned everything about it but My passion for it, I think, stands out. I would would hope it stands out because that's what I try to portray when I'm talking to people about our business. Mm It's like I love this place so much and I love the small business dynamic. And I understand – I can also view it from the tourist side because I I was coming here with my family for so many years as a straight-up tourist where we basically didn't leave the village. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I can see – I kind of can see that viewpoint and I can figure out how to pull people out of the village Mm – Pull people out of the park, pull people out of the square yeah. to do these activities. Yeah, totally. no, it's very
2: true. And I, I, yes, you can see that it's happening, and and creating that opportunity for you. All, I mean, you guys are busting your asses doing what you do. You do have your time to go mountain bike and enjoy your environment, but at the same time, there's no shortage of hustle. Yeah, and I guess I mean I would say that's really a, such a huge part of anyone that wants to start. Mm-hmm. a business in a small town and having great partners and great people that you work with
1: mm-hmm. having that hustle, yeah. you
0: know?
2: Yeah. yeah. One thing it's I want to say, he's
0: great. <laughs> <with people. laughs> you um, guys are awesome. I, yeah. I, I told Alex, my partner, this, we like, I like aspire that for our relationship to be like yours,
1: your guys. <laughs> what I'm, what I come to 20 years of uh, friendship and being in each other's weddings. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, Alex and I have known,
0: we met each other, before right before kindergarten in in little league baseball. Oh no wow. way! I didn't know you guys knew each other for that long. Yeah, that's wow. so, cool. so so that's twenty years, I guess, because it'd yeah. be like age six. Yeah, because you're like twenty seven or something like that, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm twenty seven. He's 26. You
2: were on the same team.
0: Yeah. We, what was we, the name we were, of your baseball team? We were the we were the Brewers. Okay. I guess it'd be like mm-hmm. all all the little league teams were like pro teams. Okay. In the town, so we're the Brewers. Um, and then we went to kindergarten at a private school, so not even the not even the district we lived in. Yeah, and he was there. Met him, oh, no we were in the same class and then went to the same K through eight private school Catholic private school. And then from that, you know, there's five high schools that we could have gone to. We both picked the same one that was the district we lived in because we lived like a couple miles away from each other. And then in college, we went to the same college wow. and I went there, I chose to play football at St. Scholastica and then independently of our, we made the decision to commit to those schools, to that school. I'm like within the same week wow. but independently of each other.
1: Wow. We didn't even
0: know we were committing. Huh. And then he was like, "Dude, I just committed to play baseball there." No
1: way. Yeah, so he so played you baseball both in sports there too. Yeah,
0: I played football and then we were, you know. And then and then we picked the same major. Oh my god. We both picked marketing and management, which is just the main business major there. Wow. So we were in classes the entire time. And then and then yeah, and then I don't I think we talked about the the start of the of the business, but you know, we we're friends the whole time. He went the marketing side; I went the sales side. I've I've been in tech sales since I graduated college, mm-hmm. and we were in my hot the hot tub at my parents' cabin after a couple sloshies, if you will, yeah. a couple beers. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, I'd like to start a marketing firm one day." And I was like, "Hmm, You're like maybe we should we should, we should, we should do, do that." that. Yeah, because uh-huh. yeah. up there, and this is um, I hear this too all the time. We'd be at these bars in northern Wisconsin. And, they, and random people would be like, yeah, I, I have a marketing degree or I'm going to college to get a marketing degree at Scholastica. And they're like, oh, hey, do you want to market for my siding business, for my roofing business, for my cabin painting business, for my plumbing, you know, all these little things. And I'm like, no. Yeah. But I'm like, I heard that enough times and I'm like, there's a need yep. for small businesses to do social media because they all recognize that they need it yeah, and they don't know how to do it.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, and, and they don't have time to teach themselves. Yeah. You know, yeah, that, they are certainly all like, smart I'm enough sure to teach themselves. Jazz and I would be awesome at <laughs> yeah. it if
0: we, we had, had the time, time yeah. to do it
1: and we don't, and that's why, you know, that's why we're sitting here right now with you. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And coming full circle, the bars that the bar that uh the that
0: bar that I was hearing that at, we had as a client. Oh, so that was our first awesome. client.
1: No way. That's oh, so wow. cool. Yeah. That is so cool. That's a great story. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's I mean it's, it's not, it's really baby stages yet, but it's super fun. I love that I get to work with people like you guys that have actual passion for the business because my you know, my background is in big company that the company, my main job is for a company called FIS, 55,000 employees. Yeah. There's not a lot of passion in that business. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. are passionate about making money and having their job and that stuff. But there's not like, there's nothing like this. There's nothing like. The owners, the the president, the CEO, whatever you guys what titles you want to give yourselves, mm-hmm. making the product. There isn't that, mm-hmm. and that's what I love about about having one foot right now in this world, yeah, yeah. and also kind of you know being the world because I'm half starting a half has a half half having a small business. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh.
2: Well, it won't be half for long. <laughs> I can assure you that.
0: Yeah, if we can get if we can get like ten clients like you guys, that want to be active, have the budget to be active, we can jump off fully and like
1: just do this all day long, and it'd be the best thing ever. Oh, man. That'd be awesome. Well, we'll get you there. <laughs> yeah. we, we talk to you up. our best. We talk yep yeah, you up, because obviously we know tons of people that have small business and yeah you're, and like, everyone hey, knows you guys, guys need any media work
0: no it's the best thing everyone <laughs> the, our biggest asset in marketing is you guys yeah. and it's amazing that it, that's the asset it's not the product it's not the location it's the owners the faces of it it's well, awesome. we
1: definitely like kind of follow the ben and jerry's model a bit there you know where <laughs> yeah. we are the you know we the, the faces i mean every time you pick up a ben and jerry's ice cream you see the guys i mean that's, we're not putting our faces on all the no, labels, no. We're so. not doing that. That no. would decrease the sales of our bottles. Um, <laughs> but no, it is. It, it's a, a big part of the business is uh, us being, you know, available and part and mm-hmm. present, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and so that anybody can just roll up to the sloshy window and be like, Hey, is Jazz here, is Trav mm-hmm. around?" You know, like, and, uh, yeah, or no, because they're out doing sales and growing the business. But, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, in, they're personally
0: selling the thing across Wyoming like you were last week. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You were in
1: Colorado last yep. week. Oh yeah. I was in Montana a couple of weeks ago and, you know, hoping to get out to the East coast to do sales again whenever stupid COVID. Yeah. Like, yeah. Freaking Rona. <laughs> no offense, <laughs> Rona it. Ferguson. You're great. Uh- <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, you yeah. are. Uh-huh. Really? Um,
2: but yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. And I think that, part of developing your business you know you just have you have to relish in all of that time you spend doing the little things uh whether that's you know mopping the floors or you know figuring out how to work something out in terms of a challenge those things are are, they're bumps but you got to do them And, and around that you get to actually enjoy the passion of what you love and that's I think critical it shows that you guys are doing that for us, and, and we love it. And, you know, chatting with you guys and hanging out with you guys is, you know, a lot of fun. And yeah, and I think it's because you are driven to do that. And, and sadly, I think a lot of people don't have that opportunity, or, or maybe they don't want to. Um, and they like kind of just doing their thing. But I think there's something great about being an entrepreneur, being hungry about what you want to do, and, and you know, grabbing hold
1: going you know building a business from scratch is freaking cool man mm-hmm. you know it's like it's really hard but yeah. it's also really cool and super yeah. rewarding so yeah. like look at like we it's it's cool that you're here uh because it forces us to step back and look at what we've created over the past six and a half years yeah, yeah. you know and we're like holy shit, man yeah. Like, this is freaking awesome! Like we, we we did it, you yep. know, and we continue to do it, and it's not going to yeah. get smaller. It's only going to get bigger, you know, mm. uh, and that's really cool. It's really cool that uh, yeah to be able to like step because you you know you're in it every day. You're in the trenches. And yeah. It sucks. Missed sometimes. a lot of ski days. Yeah, a lot of fishing I days. Mean, we and used those... to do a lot more fun things in the mountains, <laughs> but yes. but you you know I, this was something I wanted to say earlier. It's like all of us here in this town that are entrepreneurs that have started a business uh have started that business because we want to stay in this town you know we're invested in this town and it's a difficult town to live in because of the expense right it's very it's challenging Mm -hmm. but you build a bit you take the big leap and you build a business Mm -hmm. and you just know you're going to succeed right and if you know you're going to succeed you're going to succeed and you're gonna start making some money, and you're gonna be able to live here for the rest of your life if you want to, yep. you know? yeah. And maybe start doing the things that you used to be able to do all the time when you weren't making any money, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> in a nicer you know? house and a nicer car.
0: Yeah, 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 yes. yeah exactly.
1: Right, your car might you know? be more value or more expensive than your bike. Yeah, yeah, you know? no, just or your boat. <laughs> a new- newer <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, just like yeah, you upgrade to like a two thousand, yeah. you know, twenty-one Tacoma instead yeah. of like yeah, exactly. you know the old seventeen. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no that it is like it, we you in a mountain town like this and all the other wonderful awesome mountain towns around the states uh, and canada it's like you have to figure out how to make it and either you score some awesome job with somebody that's mm-hmm. going to get you set or you make it happen yep. and yeah and so like that's what you guys are doing that's what we're doing it's yeah. what a humble brews mm-hmm. doing it's what everybody's doing around yeah here, it's what know. Kate Binger dwellings doing it's yeah. what
0: Plus a hat on. I mean, a lot of the real estate agents too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, they're part of cool. a bigger company, but they're really their own little business. Yep. Totally. Yep. Yeah. They're They're mm-hmm. out there kicking ass. Yeah. yeah. I think it
3: comes,
2: it's a lot to do with personality and and who they are and, and you know obviously confidence is very different than ego. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And confidence is something that you have to have going into a small business. But you know we kind of have a, a thing around here. Where it's like no ego. Like, what are we doing? We're making distilled spirits, right? It's been done for, you know, long, long time. And and here we are trying to make new spirits, vodka, gin, whiskeys. Ego is not going to be something that's going to help us. It's yeah. about being confident in what you do and, and kind of de- developing a good product and pushing that to the market and, and not having a chip on your shoulder about it. I think people are attracted to that far more and certainly friendly, smiling faces and having a good time and feeling welcome is another aspect of it but um, yeah I think you've got those drivers especially in a small town people want to know that you're you know here to be helping thrive the community and and support small businesses and local mm-hmm. um, suppliers and producers but I, I think there's a lot to say about that yeah,
0: yeah I think I think being in things for the right reason yeah somehow like intrinsically we can pick on humans can pick up on that for sure, you mm-hmm. know, where oh, if like sure. you guys were just you had some some silent investor yeah. and you were just here to, to grow it and dump it, yeah, that would that would come out in the spirits or your interactions <laughs> with people, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're not. You're here. This is what you want to do to be mm-hmm. here to be in this community. You're raising kids here. You're doing the stuff stuff. You have your families here. Yeah. Like, it's all the right reasons, and I think yeah. that comes out in uh, when you interact
1: with people and the, the, doing the stuff to grow the business. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we just had, you know. Ten million dollar investor, you know, uh, and this was something that we kind of created because we're like, oh, I, I, I bet we could make a whole bunch of money if we yeah. just started the first distillery. Yeah. Let's get this. Guy. By the way, we make the
3: best booze
1: yeah. out there. Yeah. But and that's like, not no, what it no, is. Yeah, it's, like, it's a yeah. self-funded business that we started yeah. from scratch and we're like shit man we got a lot of investment in this we got to make this work or yeah, we are screwed yeah. you know <laughs> so yeah, it's like, like you quartered, it forces it quartered us animal to it. make yeah. the best booze that we can possibly make mm-hmm. with our brain and power and like everything equipment that we've been able to purchase and everything it's like yeah yeah it puts it it puts i don't know it creates a great product i think because we're passionate about it
2: yeah exactly and i agree i totally mm-hmm. agree it forces you to hustle mm-hmm. and this is it. and we're talking a little bit you're talking about your side we're talking about our side but the truth is that all these things overlap throughout any product that somebody might be creating as a small business owner and, mm-hmm. and i that's kind of the, the general side of it is that you're driven because of that risk of that sacrifice of those things that you are driving towards to create great products whether that's marketing or spirits or you know gizmos and wing bats or whatever like that that those things are I mean, it's true but like whatever they are like you want to drive that into the market and do it with a, a, a passion and a great smile and, and appreciate the sale of every single item that you put out there mm-hmm. as soon as you get ahead of your skis on any of that stuff i think people start to really you know let go of, of the attraction of it. And so that's, I think that we've driven that into our business model pretty well. And certainly in our operations day to day. And
1: when it comes down to authenticity, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you call a company and you talk to the owner, yeah, that's an authentic company, like as authentic as it gets, you know, yeah. it's yeah. like <laughs> if that person is there like answering the phone, uh, as opposed to being on their Island, you know, half yeah. halfway the way around the globe or something like yeah. that um, but yeah authenticity I think is a huge part of all all those awesome small town businesses that you know we're, we're talking about and what your podcast is all about is like yeah these are these are businesses that are authentic you know like mm-hmm. I know snake River brewing is like a, a huge uh part of your podcast like that that place is like the most awarded small brewery within years of it first opening you yeah, know, like the yeah. number one brewery in the nation. Yeah, really? like yes. Oh, they were way earlier. Oh on my the gosh. Brewing like, side. Yeah, yeah. The, like wow. the yeah, I mean, they're back when they cuz they started uh in They don't talk about the 90s, I believe. Yeah. Maybe you talk about mm-hmm. that more. They really should, I know. you know, because it's a big deal. Uh, Elliot, I mean, Elliot, you might be listening to
0: this. Elliot's the marketing guy there. Yeah. Talk about the awards more, bro. Yeah. Dude. You guys <laughs> I've been, are amazing. I've Come on. Rudy, get in here. Uh-huh. I've been in his ear. He doesn't love doing the yeah. social media. i yeah. like, hey, bro, I can do this for you. Ah, nice. But yeah, let's get it.
3: There's
2: a charm to that too, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. you, you certainly don't want to, you know, lose out on the fact that it's, we do what we do. And we, yeah. we work hard at what we do. And mm-hmm. I, we hope more people love it. Um, you know, I, th- I think there's certainly some leverage there to be had without striking something, you know, like best-warded brewery or whatever. But I, they, they're they, happy with what they're, they've created, you know? Yeah. And I think they're always looking to expand, just like any business. But I think that there's also a part of it where, you know, you don't have to expect to be distributed in all 50 states and internationally and do that overnight or try and even drive that home as, like, mm-hmm. you know, we're this big company anymore I mean, like it's just i think there's there's something very attractive about being humble within what you do Mm -hmm. and knowing that what you're creating is part of a passion that sometimes you might not be able to get everywhere Mm -hmm. and i think coors if you go to the old stories about people who would have business trips to you know colorado way back in the day when they went back east out to pennsylvania or florida or wherever and and course wasn't distributed east of the mississippi they would come back with like their cars full of cases yeah because it was all it was the only place you could get it but i think there's kind of a fun part of that that sort of is developing um you know a follow yeah uh, this if you can't story, get it if you, if you can't get it you want it. Yeah, a little, little bit more and, for, and your friends are like i got friend. this exactly. here yeah, and you're uh-huh. like
0: well, wow, it's amazing like where can I get it? I get yeah. It. There's stories go like here. that all over the country still and it mm-hmm. still hits like uh New Glarus in Wisconsin. Yeah. You, you, you go to jail for like distributing it like a I heard a story where a bar went to a what bar is Nuglaris? owner New Glarus is oh, in um, It's like right around Madison, Wisconsin. And but what, they what do they, do? they do they're a brewery. Oh, okay. and oh. they can't yeah. be sold outside of Wisconsin mm. and there was this ah. uh, owner of a bar that went to jail because he Went and got a bunch of it and then sold it as bar uh, in Minnesota, in Minnesota. Uh,
2: oh, okay, got it.
0: And um, so there's that. There's Yingling is only like certain areas. Like there's all these stories, but that still hits and yeah. it still works and still works. Like you guys aren't anywhere everywhere yet, but <laughs> like there, I don't know. if You, you probably ha- still have that sort of. Um, we do have friends that bring us Yingling. Yeah. Uh-huh. On occasion, yeah,
2: because yeah. we can't get it. Yeah, yeah. And
0: Taylor, Taylor's dad is a uh, he. He flies. He's a pilot for like corporate. Corporate pilot, uh, private jets, mm-hmm. and so he'll go to like the states that have it all the time, like Florida, like three times a week. Nice. <laughs> he'll bring like back
1: a ton of yingling for the cabin. <laughs> it's awesome. awesome. That's good. Yeah, I grew up on that stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Would you? Because yeah. I, I grew up uh, and just outside of Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, it's Yangling's a obviously a, it's the oldest brewery in America, based in based in uh, Pennsylvania. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Were you here uh, when my buddy Jeff and I walked came up? I think I was here. Yeah. When but, I when I called you that day. Yeah. yeah. So Jeff yeah. is from Philly too. Really? Did you? Did you talk to him at all? I think we talked about that. I can't believe you didn't because oh, I knew you're from Pennsylvania. I can't believe I didn't connect that because oh. he's like such a Philly Homer. Oh like, man! You should. I'm sure you might be like this too in like whatever sport is your favorite. Oh yeah, Flyers. hockey. him. Him yeah. and yeah, an sure. Eagles game. Oh, it's yeah. like uh, the most aggressive thing I've seen. Oh yeah. A, a passive aggressive Minnesota. Yeah. I'm <laughs> you're like, you're not an Eagles yeah. fan. I'm like, you dude, you really
2: don't get dude, it. You, dude, uh-huh. you don't get it. And you probably don't like us. So yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's okay.
1: Yeah. You go to, yeah, you go to Cutty's for like, <laughs> Oh Eagles yeah. Games, right. Uh-huh. And just sure. scream at the TV. Yeah. Like, just I like, went- like, <laughs> like we, like Eagles fans are the worst. Yes. <laughs> like they are. I mean, and so I, I am one. I am that guy. Like I probably would throw batteries at Santa Claus, you know, or whatever it happens. You know, it's like, uh, like, yeah, it's like ridiculous. It, it, it's like, if, if like your team does one stupid thing, you are screaming at them. Yeah. hilarious. I was, I was there for the
0: playoff game
1: last year that they won oh, which, yeah. with
0: Jeff. And like, I've been, I watched a lot of games with him and he's crazy. And then these guys buy us and you know, Cuddy's is packed for a Philly game. Uh-huh. And these guys were telling the ref to freaking kill himself. Yeah, And I'm like, what? <laughs> Jeff, you're <laughs> mild compared to these guys. Yeah. This more, he's like, no, that's more normal. Yeah, I'm like, what is going on? Totally. Like, I never cared this much about one single holding call. That was a real holding call in my life.
1: Yeah, like yeah.
0: The, the Eagles guy definitely held someone, and it was
1: definitely a penalty. Yeah, and, and the Eagles, Eagles fans team. were saying,
0: "Brett, you should kill yourself." Yeah, it's
1: like, I, yeah. It's the. It's got to be a very difficult town to be a uh, professional sports player in. Mm-hmm. you yes. know, be like everything I do they're gonna try to freaking murder me over yeah, <laughs> yeah, and a like, yeah. you don't want to be around. Oh, yeah, definitely, want definitely don't want to be right. No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah man that's
1: awesome that's hilarious
0: alright yeah, um, yeah. we're at 52 minutes we should go for about an hour is there anything else else you guys want to talk about
2: my sloshy's almost broken, oh, slushy's almost done. <laughs> <Slushy> <laughs> broken.
0: it's 3-12 on a Friday definitely yeah. sloshy time uh-huh. yep, that's happy time. hour
2: around here mm-hmm. that's
0: any other plugs we want to put in oh slow food so, oh yeah, yeah, let's talk, talk about, about that shoot. Video, we just did. Yeah, what
1: we just do. So, like right before the, this podcast, um, we uh, did a video shoot for Slow Foods of the Tetons. Um, most of you that are listening to this uh, in that are in the Jackson Hole area know who Slow Foods is, but Slow Foods obviously is a you know national movement, um, international movement, I would assume. Um, but Slow Foods of the Tetons, uh, with COVID and everything like that, they don't have as many events, and their, you know exposure isn't as great as uh, it. No, pardon me. Isn't a normal year, so they asked us to do uh, a slow foods cocktail kind of thing. So we basically got a bunch of ingredients uh, from the farm stand and uh, just shot this cool video, and like, uh, basically, could could I ask a question?
0: Yeah. So is slow foods, the the folks that we were just with, is that just like the organization behind the people's market, basically? Uh,
1: so it's a it's a it's a there's a whole Slow Foods uh, movement and organization, uh, like, throughout the country. Uh-huh. Uh, and almost every town or city has their version. And we – obviously, we have Slow Food at the Tetons. Um, yeah. And their whole premise is to get you to buy from local farms and yeah. pr- and support local producers. Uh, so you're eating and drinking um food from your region uh so it's you, you don't have to pay for you know onions that come from freaking asia you mm-hmm. know it's like they, they're grown in your backyard you're like they're better for you like you're getting better quality food yeah and you know you're not burning up the environment transporting stuff all over the, mm-hmm. all over the world um and uh yeah, i don't know does that kind of answer your questions because because they, they do May, they do. They are behind the, the people's market the Wednesday yeah. people's market yeah. is like that is all them they put that 100% on okay, yeah. um, and then they also have their uh, this time of year they have their farm stand uh, over Movie Works Plaza on uh, Thursdays and Fridays um, but yeah they and they're just so integrating the food the local food movement uh, with the local culture and everything like that awesome yeah. awesome organization
0: yeah that definitely answers it Um, Yeah, so they so they came out to do a little video shoot of you guys making a cocktail It within a it's within a series of kind of like these instructional cooking videos Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're explaining to me that they had one that was like Showing like kids chopping skills basically they've had other Cooking just like here's a recipe here's how you make it this stuff And they kind of wanted to finish it with like here's a good cocktail to make and then in the video It was you guys explaining all the ingredients, all these local ingredients you guys got, um, and then there's how to make the cocktail.
2: Yeah, yeah. What so better cool. way to make an awesome cocktail than with local ingredients too? Yeah. So that's yeah. I mean, I think that's the driver behind that, and I, you know, and they work so hard. Th- those guys are, you know, another one. I mean, it's all hustle. It's all about building relationships and and supporting, you know, other folks in your community and that mm-hmm. that is in this case farmers and cheese makers and honey farmers and you know butchers and everything else they're all yeah it, there's i remember scott at a uh, an event that we had at local and it was a big mm-hmm. fundraiser for them and he stood up and he gave a great speech about <clears throat> all these old old towns i mean the u.s is you know very very young but when you go into like um like a a Country in Europe and in, in, in those old towns in like Switzerland or Germany or T- Italy or, or Spain, like there's something about what you eat in those towns that is reflective of that culture, right? When I mean, you call it Italian food or schnitzel for Germany or you know chocolate in Switzerland, whatever you want to call it. Um, but those like more of, of what they're pushing for is to kind of focus people on that local. Sort of terroir, kind of, but it's it is terroir, but mm-hmm. it's also what that. What
1: does that mean? It's a wine in, term that's yeah, basically yeah. just everything uh, geographically that creates the specific flavors in wine. Right. Wine. So it's the soil, it's the air, mm-hmm. it's the oh, humidity. Yeah. it's yeah.
0: the so all that going
1: into the food. Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. But how do you how do you create that? I mean,
2: we have so much of a fast food market, and yet so much that's like blanketed across America. And we depend on all these other, you know... Um, is that why they're called slow styles. food? To well, slow be, food's the, more, the, I think... The mirror of fast food? No, I think it's... Well, yes, the name for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. But I think it's that what you are having is the process... The, the harvesting of those things is not expedited because of production demands. I mean, oh, okay. it's, it's about a farmer who, you know, raises fruits and vegetables for people to enjoy and takes care of that. And a cheesemaker that's not trying to hit the mark on an order that's got to go out in two weeks, you know, it's it's you about... eat what you can get.
1: Correct. And you eat what yeah. the land gives you at yeah. the time of year and what everyone as a community uh, can create. You know? And the process is slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: But in And actually, it's sort of funny because we reflect on this. We, ha- we kind of use the saying, I don't know if we coined it, but slow and low is the way to go. And everything we do in here, there's no hustle to try and drive something home just to have a revenue source. Like, that's not our mission. And I think that's the same concept that's applied. It's mm-hmm. like, we're doing things with intention and with purpose because we are passionate about what we do. And that, I think, is what Slow Foods is about. And sometimes it takes a little bit longer, but the, you know, the wait is worth it,
3: Yeah,
0: I think, but. Yeah, definitely. It's got to be flattering to be recognized by an organization like that in this community to be like, oh, we're, you know, it's got to be an honor to be like, we're someone that they recognize as being like slow, passionate, local, and, and a voice in the community. It's got to be a good feeling. Oh, right?
1: it certainly is. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, uh, they're they so sharp. Everybody that uh, works with them, they're just yeah. incredible people. And it is an honor to, to be a partner with them. Uh, mm. that they've, you know, reached out and asked us to, to, you know, collaborate with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I
2: mean, we make spirits, but we kind of fit the bill, right? Definitely. Yeah. So sourcing all local. And...
0: Yeah. Like the eat and drink local tagline that I mentioned, I'm like that this, this fits perfectly with everything we're trying to say on social media. Yeah. Like, right. Totally. Local, small business, all the stuff, Like grain of glass, they mm. would have their grain to uh, what do they say? Like Grain to plate or
1: yeah, far, farm to table. Farm to table. Yeah. yeah. Farm to table. There's and that same, it's the same. Yes. Grain thing, to glass. That's eating yeah. the eating we're drinking. Same exact thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. That's awesome. Yeah. And
0: something I noticed in that interaction, something I love about Jackson as a whole, like a lot of us have had beards in that room. Yeah. Uh, Scott's <laughs> shirt was like ripped up in the back. Yes. Like my shirt's wrinkly. And yes. I'm like, but nobody walked up and was judging anybody else. It was so cool. Cause we're all, you know, we're all here for the same, a lot of the same reasons. We want to do the activities we want to grow our businesses? We want to do the things we want to do, and everyone's just just like mm-hmm. interacting with people, human to human, idea to idea, and it was all an even playing field. And I yeah. thought that was really
1: cool. Yeah, yeah. that's that's how it is. You know, that's how yeah. it is. And, and, and back to Jazz's point about the no ego. It's like that. If you got too much of an ego, it's just not gonna. It's not gonna work because people are gonna see right through you. you know? Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: yeah, and our. <laughs> To that point, our filmmaker, who I would certainly call him a filmmaker, oh, yeah, he walked up in swimming trunks, yeah, but okay. nobody was like questioning his ability, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know?
1: yeah. it was He's like probably okay.
0: going like fishing or rafting, and like, like right after, after this,
1: it's right. Like I, got to, yeah. go I gotta get them. some work done, and then I gotta go, you and know, go kids swimming or you know, <laughs> yeah. whatever, and then I'm gonna go get some more work done later, you know, exactly, so, you exactly. Now, you, 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 awesome. uh, you fit in the playtime whenever you can, you know? yeah, so.
2: Yeah, cool. We're very fortunate.
1: Yeah. That we live where we do, and we do what we do. Exactly. Yeah. So
0: we're in an hour now. Um, so let's finish up. We'll wrap this up. Um, so tell tell the folks where you can find Jackson Hole Stillworks on social media, website, uh, and then a general description of like where where we are right now. Yeah jh still works is our handle on uh instagram
2: and, and definitely go there because that helps me too
0: yeah <laughs> yes yep, got it. push Get that it one first. First. comment yep. like all you can like every <laughs> single post there is uh-huh. comments since like june lots yes. of yep
2: go back as far as you want um yeah we actually had a couple of them that were way back that popped through that people liked from like scrolling way down which funny. yeah i get
0: scared i see those and i'm like did these guys post something I random know. that i didn't like yeah. yeah are they trolling us what's happening here? Yeah, like <laughs> oh god because that's happened where like the businesses don't really get like you know we we post the stuff yeah, yeah. like we'll run stuff by you and if you have ideas that's great but like just don't post anything else because we need to know about it yeah yeah but it always scares me there's
2: <laughs> J- J- still um J- still works for facebook as well uh and if you're in town 3940 south eagle View drive uh we're just south of town about 10 minutes um easy to find it's googleable i think that's a word but google. you can you know google map us and and drive right up and we're open from 10 to 6 yep always uh, gonna find a smiling face at the window or at the tasting room and we love having people here we love talking about what we do and and the more the merrier so come on by and come see us
0: yes yeah, yeah, sloshes all the time yep. um Uh, we'll be updating sloshy flavors as much as we can on social um and then are you guys doing any tastings or tours at the moment
1: right now we're running tastings through the window tastings through the uh tasting room window with covid and everything we're just trying to you know keep our staff safe and uh you know just kind of you can peek in the windows and see the see all the fancy equipment and everything like that but we're not unfortunately not doing like the the cool in-person tours like we uh, were doing uh, pre-COVID. But that'll come back. Uh, <laughs> yep. But, yeah, at the very least right now, you can come in and get a sloshy and a full, full tasting through our uh, spirits lineup.
0: Yep. And, yeah. and oftentimes, you guys have garage doors on either side. They'll they'll often be op- open because you guys are doing work in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of see in and, and see yeah. the spot. And and a lot of the, um, the, the machine things there. are, yeah, yeah the yeah. equipment is in view of those. So you can yeah. see all the stuff you come here.
2: It's not a big space. So if you get the right angle on the garage door, you can see pretty much our entire area yeah. in uh, here. But yeah, it, we, we encourage people to do that because and that's why we have them open a lot. Just keep it cool in here, but also for people to just sort of, you know, stroll around yeah. and check things out while they're drinking a sloshy and definitely enjoy and ask some questions. So yeah. Awesome.
0: Yeah, so that'll do it. Um everyone, uh I've been doing like little like tips to keep people busy during COVID. Uh so go get a sloshy. Go buy some local liquor wherever you are. Go to a local brewery, something like that. Support something local, please. It's so valuable for those local companies right now that are have might be having trouble keeping the doors open. To go yeah. get some support right now. Yeah. Go check those out. Check out Stillworks on social media. If you come in town, text me, message me, message the account. I'll be on. I'll, I'm on the account too, so I can message you back. <laughs> um, and we'll get you set up, and uh, we'll have a, a slash together or something. Yeah. All right, thanks everyone. Bye. Cool. Thank Bye. You so